movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. There's no jack-in-the-boxes here. That's unfortunate. What is your jack-in-the-box order? It just sort of depends, Adam. Adam Fullerton. Uh, sometimes I will just... <clears throat> I always get a coffee. They have a nice iced coffee there. I think it's better than McDonald's. McDonald's iced coffee, it tastes like they just poured like a gallon of sugar in it. And it has that real bad sugary taste. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, where like is like on your teeth immediately yeah it's bad uh jack the box does not have that it tastes like a good iced coffee and i'll get the curly fry i gotta get the curly fry sometimes i'll just get two tacos you know the two of those little grease packets they have as tacos they're little fried tacos Mm -hmm. sometimes i might get the spicy chicken sandwich and I hear the sourdough uh, hamburger is pretty good too. Maybe I try that tonight. I don't know. So you're gonna we'll go. See. You're gonna go back to Jack in the Box after you already <laughs> went. I'm. Oh, and I, w- I went yesterday. Oh, where did you get? Night. Where did you get your coffee with? I went to Starbucks today. I do a trick, Adam, where I oh, oh hold go on, to hold Starbucks. On. Life yeah. hack. This is a life hack. This, this is write this down in life hacks. Okay. If you work overnight shifts, and you know you can't get your fix. Can't get your, your that the good stuff, you know. Okay. Uh, at ten o'clock at night, you go to Starbucks during the day. You get yourself a little iced coffee to just kind of get you through everything, right? But then you get a venti cinnamon dolce latte with an extra two shots. Well, so you got four old on, shots. Hold on, wait. Early, oh, yes. Earlier we were talking about coffee, and you told me you didn't get. Sugar in your coffee. I don't. I don't you get do, sugar. Do I don't you get a cinnamon sugar. dolce? What do you think dolce is? <laughs> I don't know. What is it? I would imagine it's, <laughs> it's so much sugar. So I get that with an extra two shots of espresso, Adam. Oh, my God. Just to feel alive. And you get a, a venti, which is... Uh, that's, that's the biggest. Well, why don't, that's they, not why don't the they just call it uh, whatever happened to just coffee? <laughs> oh, oh, whatever happened to just coffee? Oh. What what are these sizes? What I go in there. What are we back in 2005? Is this the Starbucks what, stand up t- routine? A tall is small? Yeah. Wig, grande. Vainting? Anyway, you put that in the fridge and you save that for later. Now, you can just put that on ice or you can warm it up. Your choice, Adam. Who knows how you're feeling at so you, 11 o'clock at night. So you take a cinnamon dolce. Are they both cinnamon dolce lattes with extra No, no, no. <clears throat> the first one is just a regular iced latte. I'm not getting fancy with the first one. You just do that one and... But the second two one. Extra, all bad. second one's the good one. Because that's a little treat. A little treat for me <laughs> uh-huh. at night, you know? I don't do this all the time. This is like... I've done this maybe once before. Oh, so it's a life hack that's, you can't, it's it's just like anything else. You can't hack too much. Because you can't then, hack the planet every day, uh-huh. right? Because then your reality starts to rip apart and that's not good. 
No. Okay. You can only do this once in a while. Well. And the Jack the Box thing once in a while, too. Or every day. There you go. Or once in a while. And welcome to the Super Should we start doing life Films hacks? 64. We should start doing life hacks, I think. Until, and until movies come back. And these unprecedented, uncertain times, I think we should do life hacks. Okay. And we got a life hack. Um, wasn't there like somebody whose show was <laughs> just all about life? I think it was like a TBS show. It was after Impractical Jokers or something. And uh, he was just was like, like Joel McHale. N- I don't think it was Joel McHale, <laughs> but uh, he was just like, yeah, just keep one of every a cup from every restaurant in your back seat, and then you can go and give refills for free. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, that's that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, you hold don't keep on, cups let me, from restaurants. Let certain me, ones. Let me shuffle through the back trying to find my Dickies <laughs> cup. <laughs> Gotta go into Dickies. Everybody had a whole... In college, everybody had Dickies cups. Oh, yeah. Dickies was a good cup. Rudy's, I it was, guess, it was wasn't, more of the... Uh, <clears throat> was more of the Denton cup. Yeah. Or Fuzzies. Oh, Fuzzies was a big one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cane's is a big one. I didn't... Cane's chicken? I didn't have a Cane's cup. Does Canes because Canes has the just the regular paper cups? No, they have a big old cup. They have a big plastic cup you could take home. Souvenir cup. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. There you go. Canes, Canes chicken. Get that chicken. Adam, how you doing? <laughs> Welcome to Filmscast sixty four, the super one, the filmsy. Oh, we're talking movies, Adam. Yeah, classic. Been watching any movies? I um don't know why you mock me like that. When I oh and Trey has just walked off leaving me to just look at his open dresser and what's 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 popping out of that dresser there? Just some clothes. Is cloths. It, what is what is the top? What is that on top? It looks like flames. Uh that is a Goku Super Saiyan wig. <laughs> And that's in your dresser. On t- that's on top of on it. On top of it, because that's yeah. the most likely the next thing that you're going to put on. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got a new mask. I got a new masky. Okay, let's see it. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's actually in my car. It's a oh, smiley the one. Smi- oh, you're, you're talking about yeah. that. I thought you were talking about your Jar Jar Binks mask. No, but that was a gift from you, Adam. It Thank was you for that mask. Yeah, maybe you should next time you board up uh, for a show, you should wear the Jar Jar Binks mask and and then a, a regular mask over it. And then that'd be a great N95, joke if, if you go. Anyone was there to see me? Yeah, no, it's a, just a little joke for yourself. Life hack. Yeah, life hack. <laughs> life trick. hacks. You can make your, your day so much better with these life hacks. Mm-hmm. Just like suffocate yourself. By you were saying I mock you, Adam? You say say movies weird. Well, you sometimes say movies weird. I don't know. I don't know about that. Say it right now. Say movie. Movie. Say it again. Movie. You say it a little weird. You kind of got the movie thing going. You, you, do, you do sound like... 
sound like John Mulaney a little bit. He got John Mulaney voice sometimes. That uh, I think you're trying to pretend that you're from New York. I sometimes that I don't think New York City. Trey, yeah, you know where I get my salsa from? Is <laughs> I I paste salsa, Trey. I not one of these city slicker types. Mm. Trey, I watched. Uh, I rewatched Zodiac. Love that movie, man. That's one. That's a movie that definitely kind of had a kind of grew on me. And I didn't necessarily. Did, I, it wasn't that I didn't like it the first time around. I liked it, but I just liked it even more and more and more. Thinking about it, you know, and then watching it again. It's a great movie. Yeah. I do feel that if uh, they did it today, Jake Gyllenhaal would have been way more off the wall. Yeah, <laughs> with his dude, yeah, because he plays it's it's weird because he's like a obsessed, like mm-hmm. really strange dude, a guy who does you know political cartoons for the newspaper, which means he's very smart and very funny. Oh yes, it's. <laughs> He's he's like a stand-up comedian with a doctorate. These political cartoonists, you know, they uh, their pen cuts like a scalpel. Uh, but uh, so like he's a crazy guy because the reporters who are trying to crack this case are not crazy enough. Are not working on it essentially, no. and he's like. I like puzzles. Now, this is this is about this is sort of loosely. I, uh, no, this was a real guy. It's based on but, uh, it's based on yeah, the based book on, written by that guy, I believe. Right. Yeah. About the Zodiac killer in the '60s. Right. Yeah. And kind of the the chase for the Zodiac killer. Yeah, and so he works at the uh, San Francisco Chronicle, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. A little tie in. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. Um, all the whole crew's here. All the Marvel, yeah, all your they, favorite superheroes. Yeah, so <laughs> you you have three Marvel good dudes, uh, and Ted Cruz. Um, yeah. But yeah, if Jake Gyllenhaal did that today, that dude would end the movie. Like, I don't know, he would lose like thirty five pounds for no reason, mm-hmm. and would just have like very sunken eyes and be real crazy um but in this one uh, Hall kind of plays it straight he's like still there's like a few things where like his wife leaves with the kids and he's like ah back on the case Rats. <laughs> yeah dang it <laughs> jake Hall and i i i don't think i have a favorite actor but if i were to maybe ha- like gun to my head who's your favorite actor i think he would be an easy choice mm. and I, I think and I don't know if it's just because uh, the first thing I ever saw him in was Donnie Darko and I really like Donnie Darko and so every role he does filters through that and in that role he does a very good job of playing innocent and playing deranged and all of his characters have like a sense of kind of maybe madness to them or something hiding or some kind of insanity in them or darkness mm-hmm. if that makes sense and so I don't know. Every role he kind of has that sense of darkness, which I really, really like. Speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal and John Mulaney, have you watched John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch? I've not. No. Trey, 
Sack lunch? What is this? This is his, uh, his latest Netflix, like, fake kid show that John Mulaney did. Okay. Uh, okay, I've heard of it, I think. Yeah. There's a and... Jake Gyllenhaal cameo that okay. is him, Insane. like, the funniest thing I've ever seen him or potentially anyone else do. Mm-hmm. Hyperbole Adam. It's very, very funny. He plays Mr. Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard of this. So you've, you've heard of Mr. Music, and your I, favorite actor I, did it with a comedian that you're aware of and I interested like in. Yeah. And you said, you know what? Fine, I'll watch you know that what? tonight. Good. I'll watch I'm it tonight. Good. Where can I watch this? Fun Lunch Bunch. <laughs> uh, the sack, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch is the on The Sack Netflix. Lunch Bunch. Okay. Well, I'll watch that. So it's that there. Out. It's just sitting. It's just sitting there. For me to watch, me to consume. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like Netflix dumped a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, they did this like week. There's like the Kumail Isaray mm-hmm. movie, the David Spade, Lauren Lapkus movie, which I am going to watch. Pray for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, just like I feel like there's just like a ton of stuff that everybody's just like, all right, go get it, get it out now. Uh, Uncut Gems, they just put out. And a lot of I people think, watch that for the first time. A lot, of, a lot of bad takes online. A lot, oh, see. my God. This is, yeah, this is one thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Oh, boy. A lot of people. I mean, Netflix is the place where you would go for the uh, Adam Sandler movies. So I wonder if it's Adam Sandler fans who are like, oh, I liked Murder Mystery. Let me see what... Uh, what this is, and then turned it on. But then there's so many people there just like, it's so loud. <laughs> yeah. I hate What's it. What's the point? Yeah, I got someone responding to me saying that they hated it uh, on Twitter, so. That's that's so wild to me. Like, it's, it does it so well. <laughs> like, it's chaotic, but it's obviously chaotic in like the best way. Yeah. It's I, for a reason. Did and, uh, and it's it's done purposefully. Did and, the, uh, the people you work with generally I'm trying to remember. I know Jake liked it. I think Bob I know Junior didn't. Junior Miller did not like it. He thought, thought it was just so anxious and like anxiety inducing. Right. You know, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. But like, what do you want? Call a movie. <laughs> you just want, like, oh, I just want to like, that's, that's the whole point. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. That was what it was trying to be. I guess. It, yeah. I guess if you don't like that though, it makes yeah sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I, you know, I really like the Safdie brothers and I, uh, I enjoyed this, and I enjoyed Good Time. And so, I like their kind of grimy style. Everything seems real grimy, real, real, if you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, real of the world, which I really enjoy. And yeah, it's just, it's anxiety-inducing. It's just, the, the music, the soundtrack is just kind of otherworldly at times. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess it just doesn't, you know, it takes up like that to broader audiences and they don't necessarily maybe right. accept it 
well. I mean, it's same thing with it was sort of a weird year last year where a lot of these kind of indie movies became a bit mainstream because you could say that about Parasite as well. That's a movie that was, and I, and I, I think I said that on, I think the musers asked me about it or junior always kind of includes me anytime they do like a film segment at like five thirty in the morning. And, you know, I pretty much said like, it's the movie that, I didn't think anyone would see became like the biggest thing. Right. And it was like my, my movie, like I watched it. I wanted to see it when I heard about it and I saw it and I thought, Hey, this is my movie. It's obviously not my movie, but right. I, it's, it's, it's like, it's, a, Oh, Hey, this is, this was good. So, I saw this over yeah. the summer and then like six months <laughs> later, all of a sudden it's yes. Everyone's seeing it and everyone has opinions and you know, people, who haven't seen it are like, why did this foreign film win Best Picture? It's just, yeah, it's it's weird when something like that happens, where it's this little thing that blows up. Well, looking and back, now everyone has an opinion on it. Looking back, I don't, I don't want to go and stray too far, but Safety Brothers, they just signed a deal with HBO mm-hmm. for a two-year deal. They're going to make TV projects for HBO under the A24 banner. Oh, nice. It's just like everything that I love. On top of that, they're working on the thing with Nathan Fielder, which I've been watching a bunch of. Uh, so is he gonna do that Nathan I mean, again? And it's, are they gonna do that after his wedding, or when are they gonna start doing that? Yeah, National Redhead Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nathan Field, that's a friend of ours, a mutual friend. <laughs> that's the joke, everybody at home. They have this very similar names. Um, so let's see. So should we get into? Uh, well, what have, have you, you watched anything else? Have you have you watched anything else though? I mean, I watched uh, the Lance Armstrong documentary. Okay, okay. I did not watch that. Nor did I watch um, any of the Michael Jordan stuff, which I am meaning to watch it. I just haven't. I should I watch it? Uh, Michael Jordan or Lance? Yeah, uh, Jordan. I'm. I prefer Jordan over Lance. Yeah, but what do you? I think, mean, though? I. What do you think? I love the Last Dance. My yeah, Last Dance. Yeah, Gina. She liked the Last Dance a lot as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you need to be a sports fan. Uh, some of it is just like how psychotic Michael Jordan is, mm-hmm. um, and just like making up things to. Uh, <laughs> get him yeah i've heard yeah and psyched up a lot of stuff's coming out a lot of stuff's coming out oh i thought you even meant like making up stuff like the whole isaiah thing where he said that he didn't request that he would not be on the dream team but then it comes out that he did there's audio of him saying yeah (laughs) Yeah. that essentially Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i i think the last dance definitely lance i i definitely got a lot of it from osmosis just from like you know the ticket uh-huh. so i feel like i've like that's, seen it that's the but, thing is i don't know how much yeah like if it's not going to be surprising to you mm-hmm. you've seen the guy with the blonde mullet yeah so seen that. i've seen didn't eat the pizza or i ate the whole pizza uh, i ate the pizza <laughs> ate the pizza uh but yeah lance lance is interesting i like i you know i knew his story Mm-hmm. Um, this first episode on Sunday, um, was, uh, kind of 
from his beginning to Plano East to uh, oh, wow. Um, I'm sure it wasn't that. I know he hates Plano. He moved. I know up, he hates moved it, to yeah. Austin the second he could. I guess no. His, like I, I, I think he legit. He's had horrible things to say about Plano, like documented. I don't know if that goes into that at all. Uh, I not his hate for Plano specifically. Yeah, but he did say he moved to Austin as quick as he could. Yeah, and that his stepdad beat him a bunch. So I'm sure it's kind of oh. being associated with that. Sure, sure. And it goes through his first Tour de France win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really good. I saw that viewership dropped by like six million from the last dance, oh, wow. and people were like. Yeah, that's because, you know, The Last Dance takes you back to a time when you're happy and nobody wants to, like, revisit this, like, shameful person. Like, I don't know. I am kind of into, because they're both kind of like someone looking back and being like, all right. Jordan, it, it, it's supposed to be, all right, let me tell you how it really was. And it's yeah, not. but it's, this, it's propaganda. This Lance Armstrong one, he's like, all right, like. I I get it. Like I've mm-hmm. I've been caught. I've been busted on pretty much everything. Is this produced by Lance Armstrong? No. No. Okay. So you get a lot of people like you get a lot of negative stuff about Lance and it's I don't know. At least the first part it's not very sympathetic to him and it straight up asks him like do you think you got cancer because of stero- because of doping? And he's like, "Well, I yeah. was like the only time that I did human growth hormone was the year that I got cancer. And if it makes the good cells, you know, grow, it would make sense that it would also make the bad cells grow. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. There's, there's some interesting stuff there and I've heard almost no one talk about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that one's, that I watched, so I'll watch that on Sunday. And then there's the Bonds and Sosa documentary that they're coming out. Oh wow! With that uh, oh jeez, there's a ton of stuff. Or, I'm sorry, not Bonds and Sosa, Maguire and Sosa. Oh uh, yeah, that makes more sense. Um, but yeah, which was like huge. I for remember me. that summer. That, that was yeah. like my yeah. like the last dance where that was you know early mm-hmm. '90s. The Maguire and Sosa is like one of the first times I remember being super into sports and like yeah, waking like, up I was and not checking s- to see if they hit another home run. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I was not sports fan as a kid, but I remember being excited about that. Yeah. That was like one of the things I was excited about. Like I it was like that. I was, that was cool. I remember I was listening on the radio on my trampoline yeah. when McGuire hit <laughs> 61. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, there you go. Uh, so the th- one thing I saw will transition into our main movie. Okay. Uh, I did watch the only thing I really watched besides Sopranos and oh, what we do in the shadows is great. Uh, oh. been watching that every week. Yeah, so good. It's so good. Yeah, really good. I like. Um, are, are you all caught up? Um, yeah, I just watched the latest one the other night. Okay. I like the um, Laszlo. Laszlo's, Laszlo's the British guy, right? Yeah. Jackie Daytona. Uh, from that one, Jackie Daytona was the best. <laughs> Jackie, I want to see a whole series about Jackie Daytona. <laughs> Jackie Daytona. That was great. The one before <laughs> it um, 
the one, I think it was the one before it was the Colin Robinson specific episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one was Colin all, Robinson's the best. Like they did yeah. a few like all right, let's just take this character and separate them from yeah. everybody else. Which is yeah, I think that's really good. I mean, their characters are strong enough where they can do that. You know, it's so where he becomes like super powered and right. he grows hair. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then he duplicates himself, and it's that's a good one. Um, I like because I was wondering. I like how they kind of, <clears throat> as as the show goes on, um, kind of go into Colin Robinson's powers. Because at first I thought it was just a guy who sucked. <laughs> you know, like he just really sucks and that's the joke. Right. But it's actually a vampire, a kind of vampire. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to explore. Uh, but yeah, that's a really good show. They. So speaking of shows that were movies becoming shows. Mm-hmm. Snowpiercer out on yeah. out on TNT. Now I mm-hmm. held off on what we do in the shadows because I was like I don't know how I feel about TV and then I finally gave in and watched and it was great. Should I give Snowpiercer on TNT a shot? Because I That's really enjoy the too. concept of Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. But I don't know like I don't even know if I would be super interested in a, not like a Snowpiercer 2, which is not, you know, something that That's could exist. Possible. But, you know, I I think part of the fun is exploring. And I'm sure that there'd be a lot of exploring in the TV show. Like, for sure mm-hmm. there would be. But, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's something that the more you explore it, the less interesting it gets. Mm-hmm. The whole movie was a metaphor. That's the thing is... I mean, it was obviously a metaphor for the working class and the, the poor and the rich and all the Bong Joon-ho staples, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, so I don't know. I guess it just depends on how smart they are about that because already like in their production material, it's like class warfare. You know, it's stuff that's a little more subtly done in the movie. It's out there because American audiences are stupid. We can't get metaphors. So we're just going to say it. I mean, I don't know. Snowpiercer is pretty. (laughs) It is blatant. It's like pretty blunt with it. Like, it's like the poor people are on the back of a train. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. But like, I get what you're saying. Like, it's not straight up stated like it is in all the TNT stuff where it is. Yes. It's in your face. We get it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think what we do in the shadows is a little different because that's a comedy. And it was also produced by Taika Waititi. And he was very heavily involved. I don't know how involved Bon Jin Ho is with the Snowpiercer I show. I don't think he is. No. He's an EP. But... but mm-hmm. I, I Probably just for owning it, you know? Right. And it's also supposed to be bad like it's not it is <laughs> it, yeah it's not supposed to uh 6.1 on uh on the old imdb okay okay yeah what we do in the shadows is a really good example of a movie really doing well on tv it's like a tv show what was another one that's also pretty recent that was a movie first <sighs> um uh i don't know <clears throat> hmm. Anyway, uh, so 
the movie I did watch was Empire of the Sun, which is a Spielberg film, Adam, mm-hmm. from uh, 1987. Right. The year before I was born. And it is a movie uh, based in World War Two. Mm-hmm. It's this. Uh, it's like this British kind of. I don't know. It's like a school, or I think it is a school, but it's some uh, British um, <clears throat> a bunch of Brits living in China during World War Two, and the Japanese come in and take a lot of these people into prison camps. Uh, and movie focuses on a young boy who is obsessed with like planes and the Japanese army. And it's interesting because and that is Christian Bale, right? That is Christian Bale. That is a twelve. year This is Christian Bale's first ever performance. He's twelve years old. He looks just like Christian Bale, and I guess that's a weird statement. But like, you know, when you like, Christian Bale's like expressions and how he kind of moves his face is it just feels like it's him but in 12 year old form (laughs) which it is but you know what i mean though like it's it's odd you know it's not there isn't for at at times there isn't that disconnect where it's he looks just like he does now kind of and it's really cool he has a lot of energy you know and he's very good as a 12 year old in this role He's a bit annoying, but he's supposed to be because he's just like a really curious kid. So he's just talking all the time and bugging people and annoying people. And But it's done in like a, a good way. But it's just he's a very curious kid and it has a lot of actors in it. <clears throat> it has um, uh, ben has Stiller. John Malkovich in it. Oh, it has Ben right. Stiller in it in a very small role and uh, has Joe uh, Pantaleone. Pantaleona. Oh, Joey sorry. Pants. Joey Pants. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. You're, you're watching Star Wars and you don't. Sopranos. Don't have uh, Joey Pants in your in your pocket? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. And there's a few other names that are in it. But so it's it's an all right Spielberg movie. It's, you know, I, I think it's cool to watch these actors at a very young age. The story is a bit, <clears throat> I don't know. It's, I, I don't, for some reason, I just can't get into a lot of British perspective of, or like rich British people movies, because <laughs> this is somewhat of a rich British person movie in a way. I, I And the, it, it's sort of like, and it's a weird mix of like, it's trying to be a war movie, but it's also trying to be a Spielberg movie. Okay. Where it's trying to be kind of actiony, Indiana Jonesy, but it's also about war. It's about you know, it's about kind of loss of innocence in a way, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because he gets separated from his parents, and the whole thing is him trying to find his parents. Oh uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But uh, I, again, I I saw it mainly because we're talking Tropic Thunder, and it's been uh, reported many times that Ben Stiller got the idea of Tropic Thunder from his time doing the movie now it's not really a war movie he's not ben stiller is a prisoner of war okay and it's like he's no it's you know he's never like in military fatigue or anything it's a very small role and i guess i did some more research and i guess the idea is that he knew a lot of people that were in war movies and he was in a war movie 
any in uh the idea for tropic thunder we can kind of maybe transition into tropic thunder okay uh here but because that's kind of all i have to say about that movie it's cool to see 12 year old christian bale i'll just say that that was really neat so was it um was it the people as as far as him being influenced by it was it the people that were on on set he said that he knew a lot of people at the time that were in platoon and these war movies and they were bragging about going to basic training uh-huh. you know like these little boot camps and coming back and feeling like they're real soldiers mm-hmm. and ben stiller said that when he did that that's not how he felt at all like okay. he did not feel like a real soldier and that was a bunch of crap from people right you know thinking they're big bad army army guys and really that's not how he felt at all about it uh-huh yeah and that's sort of how it kind of mad you know <clears throat> came about and then his idea originally was that it would be a bunch of actors go into some boot camp and get post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And kind of, you know, evolved from there into what it is now. Or what it was, uh, Tropic Thunder came out in 2008, I want to say. And written by Justin Thoreau, who might be the most underrated person in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, I saw a <laughs> something that uh, on him... Yeah, so I watched the movie, and so I watched, uh, you know, the International Assassin episode of The Leftovers the other yeah. day. I've been, because uh-huh. I, I watched, uh, oh, I watched also, uh, what was it, uh, Mulholland Drive, which he's in as well. I need a, f- I don't think I've seen all of that. I do need to watch all of Mulholland Drive. Um, so I was on a Justin Thrill that kick. Part where the, that part where the guy comes out of the corner it still gives me goosebumps like just it just unnerves me man that scene mm-hmm. for some reason makes the like i'm already feeling it like the hands the hair stick up in the back of my head <laughs> i don't know why but that just it gets me every time it's so weird yeah. anyway go on uh justin thoreau is fighting with his neighbor right now <laughs> so that's yeah. what I, I saw a thing pop up and i was like oh justin thoreau news and he's like <laughs> in a feud with his neighbor and he oh. told on his neighbor for like accusing to beat his wife for not wearing a mask or something. Oh jeez. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a long history about him and his neighbor like suing each other. And nice. Like trying to screw each other over. Uh which seems like if you're very rich, like <laughs> what are you doing? Like you can get away yeah. from that. Uh because obviously both of these people to be living next to each other are freaking loaded. Wasn't well, it the thing like uh, Office Space? He's the he should change his name. He's the asshole. Well, you yeah, know exactly. I'm not going to move. They're the asshole. They should move. I uh, yeah. Justin Thoreau's is so weird because it's all over the place. Yeah, like he does a little bit of writing, like. He's an actor and like looks like a leading man. Yeah. He does a directing mm-hmm. and it's never really makes a whole bunch of sense. But I mean the first thing I ever saw him in or ever heard from him was Leftovers. Mm-hmm. That was like the I first time I ever heard of Justin Thoreau was oh, Leftovers. Well, he's yeah. I think one of the first things I saw him in was Wanderlust. Yeah. Uh, which was a movie cuz he was a uh, married to jennifer aniston at the time yeah he he was was just like naked the entire movie nice nice yeah yeah cool um if you had to be naked for an entire movie adam would you do it i mean of course you would do it yeah but yeah 
guess we'd all do it. That's a dumb question. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's why people yeah. are naked in movies because yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. All right, I would even do it. I hate my body. You know, yeah, you don't have to like, like how much you oh you paying me? All right, yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. So yeah, I guess he's like buds with Ben Stiller because they oh yeah. They go way back where he was on in Zoolander and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie rules. I think ben Stiller is friends with a lot of people. Well, yeah, I think that's true as well. Yeah, uh, and yeah. that's kind of evidenced by all the people in this movie and the fact that all the smaller people in yes, this movie they're like are huge, huge, now. huge parts. And so, yeah. like, it was a huge cast. Then I remember the promos, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Oh my god, this is huge!" And now, even the small and it was a because Tom Cruise, I don't believe, was in the trailers. Right? Wasn't that a surprise? Maybe try- I know people were surprised by it. Uh, maybe, maybe the apple bottom jeans stuff was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it real quick. Okay, uh, to see if is in there but uh yeah so another, you have another like fact oh go for it <clears throat> yeah go on no well, i you have watch the trailer you have danny mcbride yeah, who yeah has gone on to like lead multiple shows himself you have um uh bill hader I mean, you have, uh, who's bill, yeah, bill hader who is emmy winner mcconaughey Everyone's who at the favorite. time was just you know a uh like rom-com guy. Yeah, it was before the reconnaissance. Yeah. Or, yeah. And now he's an Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jay, Jay Bruchel. <laughs> he's in it. <laughs> uh, so, like, we're doing these, I guess, comedies from the early 2000s. We kind of wanted to do the, you know, the Judd Apatow adjacent movies. Mm-hmm. And this isn't really in that vein. There is some tentacles i guess like bill Hader and you know jay bruchelle and and uh, dan mcbride but this movie is such a iconic movie though from that era that i think we would do a disservice not to talk about it right <clears throat> because i mean i think this might be the funniest movie of the last you know decade trey i'm i may uh throw it out there this may yeah. be one of the funniest movies ever <laughs> I think this yeah. movie's so good. <laughs> yes. Uh, like there's I think so too. There's some stuff that uh I don't know. It doesn't A like there's Do you we we'll talk about we'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, but I no. still don't think it's bad. Like even the stuff no. that may not work today. <laughs> uh it's, and it's like it's set up so well it's the, f- it's, the fake it, trailers you know, I, at the beginning are those are great are very funny yes um fun fact uh speaking of um ben stiller having a lot of friends toby mcguire came right. in last second to do that because he owed him a favor <laughs> you know yeah well, they're like five-time academy award <laughs> yeah winner, kirk lazarus <laughs> and, and best mtv kiss. best kiss winner <laughs> Toby Maguire. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, I love um, I love the uh, Jack Black stuff. I'm a big Jack Black fan. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I'm a big and I like the whole uh, meet the clumps kind of <laughs> the idea. 
I like his line. Uh, it's not about farts. It's about family, which we can get behind, right? <laughs> There's, it's not about cars. Uh, I can confirm there is no Tom Cruise in okay. the trailer. Wow. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. People talk about Robert Downey Jr.'s. Like, the people that have... the ne- there, You hear more negative about that than you do hear about Tom Cruise, who is playing another stereotypical character. Like, that's a, you know, pretty big Jewish stereotype he's doing there, right? But not a lot of people talk about that. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to say one's worse than the other or anything like that. I'm just saying it's it was ballsy. It was all very ballsy to do, you know? Right. Like, that was... Both of those roles were pretty ballsy. Yeah. But it, it it's to the writing, right? Of the movie and the in the, yeah. in the and it was smart. And they did it in a smart <laughs> it's, way. It's definitely a commentary on right on yes. everything. Like the there's multiple layers to it, which is why you know Robert Downey Jr. is nominated mm-hmm. for an Oscar for the role. Yeah, mostly because it's a commentary on Oscar seeking roles. Yeah, which is <laughs> which is very very ironic just, and just, just soaked in irony. How, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How Get Out is like, yeah, white people seeking your <laughs> yeah <laughs> acceptance yeah. really want to hurt you. And it's like, wow, mm. we love this movie. <laughs> yep. It's just the world is funny, Adam, isn't it's, it? It's funny how it all how it all works. Uh, yeah. I think the, the Al Pacino uh, <laughs> story arc is also... Is also where it's like that one's not quite as no, that's the deep. weakest one. Um, yeah, and I think but, that and I think that's more of the time too. Yeah, for sure. You know, but it <clears throat> does. They could have done better with that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's pretty flat. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Baruchel is kind of worked it like the stuff that they do with him is good. Where he's like, oh, you guys didn't read the script. You, yeah, I was the only one at boot camp. <laughs> Um, I, I would have liked, yeah, because he's supposed to be like the newcomer and he's the excited one. They could right. have probably done more with that. Right. Him being very annoying and about like a film nerd. And mm-hmm. they have the one thing where he's talking about. And I think that's where I learned about why Blu-rays were uh, <laughs> took over HD because of porn. And it makes sense. The, and that's, you know. <laughs> the That scene <laughs> where he's like were you talking to me the whole time yeah it made me laugh <laughs> so hard <laughs> he's just talking i just right. talking to when he's listening the <laughs> two parts of the movie that made me laugh the hardest were that one and then every time when ben stiller throws the kid off the bridge <laughs> <laughs> when he's coming back and the, yeah i mean the whole thing leading up to it too where it looks like he's running out with him on the shoulders yeah. and then you see that he's just stabbing him in the back <laughs> <laughs> and then he throws him <laughs> uh oh the other one that is brought up and then not brought back again until the credits is Matthew McConaughey being disappointed in his son. Oh, yeah, his son. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even credit the son right. either. <laughs> At least you get to choose your kid. Unlike mine. <laughs> so, Matthew McConaughey, that was supposed to be Owen Wilson. And uh, this was right after Owen Wilson's attempted at suicide. 
And I think uh, I think uh, I've read one report that I think it was probably a, a mutual thing. I think uh, Ben Stiller wanted him to take some rest, but I also think uh, Owen Wilson backed out of the role too. And, so they had to recast it. And I don't think for, that. Uh... Like I think Owen Wilson would have been fine at it. I think McConaughey mm-hmm. makes it funny because it's like yeah, it's McConaughey, and you don't really yeah. Like even though at the time, I guess he did a whole lot more of that kind of like comedic acting. Um, it was a bit of a change for him at that time. I mean, it, it yeah, he wasn't like in straight comedies. They were mostly romantic yeah. comedies where he was mm-hmm. not necessarily the the funny guy. But, uh, and is and you could definitely see Owen Wilson in that role. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, I think yeah, it adds a bit of funniness with McConaughey in there. And, uh, just like him, <laughs> the TiVo stuff is great. <laughs> yeah, the the, the the they're talking to you know he thinks he's talking to another agency and right when it's the uh, I don't think they're the Viet Cong, the, the Red Dragon else. or whatever. Yeah, the Red Dragons. Yeah. Uh, uh, him uh, looking Tom at Cruise. a picture of them together on the Simple Jack set, and then the <laughs> yeah. G5, G5 yeah. owner magazine. He has a pamphlet already. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. That was all very good. Um, oh, I think one of my favorite lines is uh, I don't drop character until uh, we're done with the DVD commentary. And I think that's true. Yeah, he actually does the voice of the DVD commentary. Yeah, he does the, the does the voice through the DVD yeah. commentary, which is uh-huh. pretty fun. Um, ben Stiller stabbing the pandas, great. Yes, I like how the pandas the, the most fake looking panda too, but it, that's the point, you know. That's a good one. Um, also, I love uh, I put a I love movies that are parodies of like big action movies, but they. Do all the big action right. stuff. Yeah, like they <clears throat> like they're spending the whole they're spending millions of dollars to do this. Right, but they're it's like a parody of people who would do this. You know, mm-hmm. the excess, but it, they're doing it anyway. Right. Yeah, uh, I think Nick Nolte is very good. Like he's used yeah. way more early on than he is later. Once you find out he's a, a fraud, right? The movie is all about kind of frauds, right? Right. Oh, people for sure. With, yeah, they're just it's just fake. like everybody. <laughs> Everybody is fake. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I like the line, stupid ass Jack. Maroon, moronic. <laughs> <laughs> Buffoon. Oh, yeah, in the role I was. In the role I was. <laughs> the, uh, the don't go full retard one. All right. I think, because that one actually the got a lot of criticism. Right. Uh, them saying the word retard uh, a whole bunch of times. That would probably be something that would be changed, I think, nowadays. I don't think... That, yeah, maybe, maybe the lines would. Maybe the word would. I, I think the point of it right, I is agree. good. I agree. Because the, the point yeah. of it is yes. is in theme with the movie. It's the same as Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. doing blackface, essentially. Yeah. Um, where it's... Yeah. The, the point is 100% with the theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that they would probably change change the word, which is... I I don't know. It's it. Yeah, I mean they they would cha- they would change the word now. It doesn't. Yeah, which I don't think it really. I mean, it changes. doesn't. It doesn't. Of horribly offend me, but again. But it's also <clears throat> like it makes it funnier. <laughs> in in the 
context of of the movie because yeah, it's like of, they don't care. Right. Like they're doing no. it for this other reason. It's not right. like Oh. They're not making yeah, they're not making fun of mentally handicapped people. They're making fun of these actors who, who are, are pretending to play who are trying mentally to handicapped people. Off of. Right. I yeah, I think it's I think that's always sort of a big you're kind of missing the point. Right. Kind of deal when people are like offended by some of that stuff. Now they have a right to, I guess, but when you're yeah, it's missing the point. It's making fun of those people right. that would be saying that or, or doing these things and portraying you know these characters that they really have no idea what they're going you know what that character would be or what they were going through but they feel like they have a right to or they feel like they can do that because it's acting trey this is a five-star movie <clears throat> oh totally it's very well done very smart very funny um very quick you know like i think my complaint with 40 year old version it was a bit long i think judd apatow's once he directs are a bit uh, self-indulgent at, at time, I don't know if you agree with that or not but I think they're a tad self-indulgent I think this was very very sharp very quick I, th- I think you know most very of good. it is like <sighs> it length like length is relative like this movie is over two hours uh, oh really sure. it didn't feel I, like I think, two well, hours that, that's the thing is there's yeah. like some things where the premise needs and like I I don't know. I kind of wanted more. I could, yeah. Um, oh, totally. Like, you could have definitely gone in to more with, you know, some of the other characters and what. I thought Jack Black was a bit one note as well, but I yeah, like Jack Black it's though. Just like, you know, I, I agree. I think that he is pretty one note because he was supposed to be want drugs. based on Chris Farley, and that they could have totally maybe gone into that a little more, bit more about. He's funny because he's fat, and that's kind of what Chris Farley had to deal with. Is well, I have to keep this appearance and I have to keep this crazy lifestyle or people won't think I'm... And I guess they kind of go into that a little bit, but not as much as maybe they could have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, Ben Stiller, movies he's directed. Uh, Elvis Stories was a short film. Don't care. Reality Bites, haven't seen it. Cable Guy. N- <clears throat> I've not seen Cable Guy. Not, uh not great. You know what the name of the main character is in Cable Guy? Sparky Guy? Sparky McAnderson? Uh, Larry. La- oh. No, it's true. Oh. oh. But it is. It's Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> hey, Trey, is Larry- it Larry the Cable Guy in it? No. You're thinking of Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector, where what, oh, okay. what is he? A Cable Guy or a Health, a health Inspector? inspector. <laughs> um, Confusing. Zoolander. <laughs> Which is great. Tropic Thunder. Which, great. Great. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Did you see that? Uh, I have not, but I've heard not great things. Yeah, I've heard not great. And then Zoolander 2. Uh, I've heard things. not great. <clears throat> so so he's, only, he's done two really huge, com- like really like culturally significant comedies. And but- Tropic Thunder is like totally different than everything yeah. else. like it's a it's a comedy but you have to it's not just like you know most apatow movies where you can set up in a medium right. close-up and it's a very big budget satire yeah and it's like also a lot of different forms because like you have to direct all the fake movies yes. in them and you know all the tv kind of stuff as well how did you I like the i'm oh, sorry go ahead is uh 
the Tom Cruise stuff. I remember everybody losing their mind over it uh, at the time. Just in, like, I just was like, sh- just it, I can't not look at his hands. Oh, they're so his prosthetic me- hands, meaty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's maybe not that funny when he dances to Apple Bottom Jeans. Yeah, <laughs> which I remember. I like. Everybody- I like Bill Hader kind of mimicking him. Like his, yeah. uh, he's definitely his. Um, what's the Simpsons uh, Smithers mm-hmm. to his? You know, but. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's not maybe not the, the at the end. Maybe not the funniest. It, or, I think it's I think it's funny. I just don't like. Everybody was like, "Oh my god, Tom Cruise!" Well, I think everyone was so shocked, and 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 they get this way though. Like that's the thing. When you have uh, what was it, Tim McGraw in Friday Night Lights? I think it was Tim McGraw. Uh-huh. You get like this, like you know, sex icon, this sex symbol, Adam, like me, someone like me. Okay, and you uh, make them look. You put them in makeup. I mean, Charlize Theron for Monster. You know, you put them in makeup and all this makeup and make them look, you know, different. And they act different. They're acting out of out of character. I think people are more, you know, shocked and enamored mm-hmm. and, and will give them more praise than, you know, Ben Stiller just playing kind of Ben Stiller. I do think that, first of all, Ben Stiller is freaking ripped in this movie and i know he, oh, yeah. he can get ripped when he wants to mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's just one of those guys that does that on occasion where he's like mm-hmm. mm, my character's ripped in this movie <laughs> and like, well, well he kind of has to be i mean that makes sense oh, for the character. yeah it does yeah. for his character for sure yeah um i do i, I do did think- like the entertainment tonight thing that kind of was doing the whole yeah. you know um apple or not epilogue but uh kind of the info dump yeah because they do they kind of do it in the beginning with the yes with the all really all you need is the trailers but then the Mm -hmm. entertainment tonight stuff is pretty funny Um, yeah with my twitter friend maria menounos (laughs) oh we tweet about we tweet about newbie every once in a while nice (laughs) (laughs) i'll see her i'll see her on the uh on the big screen before movie and i'll say hey maria menounos what up? And she's like, "Hey, sounds like you guys are f- great friends." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? Right. I was talking about. Oh, uh, I think it was also like at a time when t- everybody was like, "Tom Cruise is crazy." Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, "Oh, here he is, like making fun, like being silly," mm-hmm. and that was like, "Oh." That's interesting. It's unexpected. Yeah, very unexpected. I think that's that's the whole deal. Because a lot of the character, I, I, yeah, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Cruise were playing unexpected characters, where Jack Black was kind of playing Jack Black, and Ben Stiller was kind of playing Ben Stiller, a version of Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller definitely does a lot of because a lot of times he can be, you know, it's either real cocky asshole guy or real sensitive kind of quirky guy because like you know uh, like heavyweights and dodgeball kind of plays a character Mm -hmm. first thing i ever saw him in was heavyweight zoolander yeah zoolander is sort of the middle where he's well zoolander is at one end early and then yeah yeah the other the other end later on Mm -hmm. i still i still really want to rewatch meet the parents i haven't seen that in so long oh it's on my list there you go 
Yeah. This week. Want to watch that? This week, Meet the Parents? I guess that I w- we're kind of now going outward of the what we originally right. thought. That is a 2000s movie. I'm fine watching it. Whatever. Maybe maybe we do Meet the Parents. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I wanted to watch uh, This is the End. Yeah, I think we need, we should watch that. This is the End at some point. Just because I'm really into Jay Baruchel right now. Oh, dude. He's <laughs> so hot right now. Is there right? any actor who you would like? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Like it would be awesome to be him, because yeah, like he's just. I also feel like he could probably just like walk around and. No one really knows. I mean, people would know, but like nobody would be like, "Hey, should I go take a picture with Jay Barish?" <laughs> I'm sure, like it's sort of <clears throat> like being, maybe the. Uh, maybe it, it's it's probably gonna be like being like the David Mino of, you know the of. of Hollywood where it's like if you know him it's really exciting but if you don't he's just another guy right yeah I'm complimenting Mino well, there, you, complimenting there you go him. yes you know it's like and, and the people that come up to you are probably it's probably cool it's not annoying at that point right because mm-hmm. it's like oh they know who I am that's cool it's like you know what I mean it's like when Tim and like, Eric <clears throat> Tim and Eric and John C. Riley were at uh, the Nodding Donkey and mm-hmm. so we went and talked with Tim and Eric for a little while, and it was kind of weird because you're kind of <laughs> just trying to be not just like, hey, man, love your stuff. Right, uh, right. And then John C. Riley didn't want to talk to anybody. But DJ Doug Pound, we can pull him aside and just talk to him yeah. <laughs> all day long <laughs> about whatever. Well, that's fun. Did, did he give you the Heisman, John C. Riley, or just was he just kind of? No, it was kind of just like... He was just like sitting at the end of the bar and just kind yeah, of like, yep. would just like nod at you and then yeah, go back to his, go back to his drink. Sure, sure. Uh, okay, well, five stars, Adam. Right? Agreed. Yep. Um, we have some new. It's getting late though, man. It's already an hour in. There, there's really not much. There's Sonic the Hedgehog sequel in the works. Still haven't seen. Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm, movie of the year. Oscar winner. Yeah. Oscar nominee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Sonic. James Marsden. Best supporting actor. New. Yeah. For your consideration. It's the most blank slate actor. <laughs> it's, a, it's the chance. It's his chance to finally move it's in. It's big chance. Him and Jim Carrey. Cape uh, Blanchett on officially starring in Eli Roth's Borderlands, another video game movie, Borderlands. That's um, might as well just make a Mad Max movie, but okay. <clears throat> uh, that's my thing. It's like the, all the movies that they're adapting from video games are like the worst video games to adapt from. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like there's like like Bioshock would actually be an interesting movie. I would be into seeing what they could do with that. Because it's under, like this underwater city. It's got a really interesting backstory. You know, do a movie in that world would be cool. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of doing like The Last of Us TV show. Which might be good, but it's like, it's already a movie. You know? But is that... It's already a practically a movie. Is that maybe why they would stay away from it, though? Where they don't necessarily want a something that's so story-based that people are like way into 
Well, I mean, whereas Borderlands, I think Borderlands has a story, but right, it does, a... but it's more of like the concept of just like all right. right. So <clears throat> you can just base it on the concept as opposed to like Bioshock, which is so much like here is how we got to this point and right that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe, so. I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Last of Us is I mean, they're doing the whole story of the Last of Us, like they are going through the story, mm-hmm. which. I don't like those Naughty Dog games are practically movies. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's defeats the purpose. It's taking the one component that makes it different from a movie out of it, and it's just going to be a generic zombie thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, to Trey, that's, the second yeah. the second Tenant trailer came out. Yes, it did. I have opted not to watch it. I heard. Did you and? I did watch it. Okay. I the the time traveling polar bears, interesting. I'm interested. Uh yeah, I mean it's right up your lost alley. I know. I know, man. <laughs> I'm First of all, I think I saw that it's like a 3 hour 20 minute 3 hour movie or something like that. Okay. I also saw I don't know if did we talk about this last week that uh, the date disappeared off its twitter page i don't know if we did or not but it came back on right it came oh, off did it, it came back on okay yeah well good um the <laughs> i i'm not going to watch the trailer now i i'm not usually very good at remembering stuff from trailers right. that aren't like comedy punchlines i guess so it's not like I'm going through the tenant trailer, breaking it down and like figuring out all the spoilers, but it is something that I want to go into just like the, the kind of movie that it is knowing as little as possible mm-hmm. with it. And and sometimes you get into the thing where it's like, oh, this scene from the trailer hasn't come up yet. I wonder when that scene's going to come right. up, you know? Oh, like the part where the van, like from seeing the first one, I know there's a yeah. part where the van rolls and then they... Or they're in that room where like, oh, in this... Time and, right. And then the shooting the like, hasn't Oh, this happened hasn't yet. happened yet. Right. Yeah. That's, that's going to be something we're going to be looking for. And yeah. like, I feel like I see those and I'm like, oh, that feels like it'll be something very cool when mm-hmm. I see it in the theater where it's like, oh, man, this is about to happen. Now, usually I watch trailers because I'm in movie theaters all the time. And so, yeah, know, I'm, so I'm going to see... You're a cinephile. I am. That's what we call it. I'm you. on the A-list, Trey. They shout me out before every yeah. movie. <laughs> um, and so they... Like, I'll see it. Like, there's no way for me to avoid it, essentially. Mm-hmm. If I show up to the movies, there's going to be trailers beforehand. I'm going to see it. So, I'm... I'm not going to purposefully go out of my way and like plan to come late in order to avoid seeing a trailer. I mean, but you now, could. It's just 20 minutes, right? Uh, not always, exactly. Yeah. So for me, it's just like this is this gives me an opportunity because this is going to be the only movie that I'm going to see in theaters. Probably this will be year. the next movie that I see in theaters. Um, to have that experience and see if maybe that is something that I want to do going forward. Avoid trailers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, the second trailer didn't really do much. 
I don't think I think the first trailer was really good and maybe they should just keep the first trailer. It did I did actually last night watch rewatch the Inception trailer again. That's a really good trailer. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that is a good one. Mhm. I have an idea for it. I'll tell you after the show so no one steals it. Mm-hmm. But that is the show, Adam. Okay. Uh, thank you for thank you for uh always joining me on the films cast. Always. And and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. And more next time on Super Films Cast 64. <laughs> <laughs>